0: come listen to what chaos we'll talk about your favorite team we'll talk about your least favorite team and everybody in between and we're having a ton of fun doing it every single day monday through thursday it's what chaos presented by all city network oh all the way okay welcome Welcome in in. hello Hello. I'm, i'm used to hearing the music i didn't even realize uh, welcome into the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account to get amazing odds boosts. <laughs> it's been a hectic night. Thank God the cameras didn't
1: come on. 100% of us were on our phones. Yep. But, but yeah, be, it's been a hectic
2: night. No, it would have been great had we all been on our phones, nobody said anything, and it's like 30 <laughs> seconds live,
0: and we're still just, <laughs> just doing staring those. at it's our a, phones. It's, of, it's a
1: genuine of those like cold opens. Oh, I didn't even see you there, but for but real. But we actually <laughs> had no oh, idea. Oh, shit, I didn't see that that uh, was on.
0: If you guys didn't know, we're doing an event with LaCroix Hockey tonight down at the bar. We had a bunch of amazing alumni of the Avalanche. Here we're going to have more Milan is hey going to join us on the show for the second period. So you're going to want to be a part of that. You're going to want to tell your friends. And if you want to ask a question to Heduk, you see that QR code right on the screen there? Go use that. Go donate $20 to LaCroix Hockey. Help support hockey here in Colorado. Ask your question and you can ask Keduk hey whatever you want, assuming it's like not something terrible. If you say something stupid, we're not going Yeah, gonna if you
2: spend money to ask a dumb question that we aren't going to ask him. Like, thanks for the money.
0: Yeah, but you know, if you ask a reasonable question we will ask it. Uh, also, you can just support LaCroix Hockey in general. They're a great organization. They're already doing so much with us and the sport of hockey here in Colorado.
1: Yep, we'll so. get his
2: bad food take.
1: I, I I have to just shout out Super <laughs> Starky 55 50. We just announced Milan Heyduke's coming on and he they took a second to call out, it's nice to have me on. That makes me feel real also good. Also happy for Milan. Yeah, good. yeah, I was going to yeah, say. We got to
2: pump those tires so that you get back on them uh, and get the fuck out of here. I was going to
1: say, yeah, 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 exactly.
3: <laughs> Allie want to kill my puck. That is what you were seeing. <laughs> yeah,
0: had an awesome Damn. silent auction. All sorts of abs I merch. I
1: thought you were like waiting to Oh, yeah, to actually, say I did something. want to see. Damn, is it a specialty said, puck?
3: It's oh, it's gorgeous.
1: With a certificate
0: of authenticity. So there you go. There this you go. is what you miss out on when you don't come down to the bar. Again, support LaCroix Hockey. Those guys are amazing. We'll have Eric LaCroix on the show later as well to talk a little bit more about it. Also, if you weren't aware, there's an Avs game tonight. Huh? Uh, I know, hard to believe. Not sure the Avs showed up for this game, but they won it I anyway. I am to
2: say, I'm not sure anybody outside of Pavel Francois was aware that there was an Avs <laughs> game
3: oh, to Andres? be played England was definitely there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he was in the lineup, that's for sure.
0: Yeah. I, look, the abs won the game three to two despite getting outshot four to
1: one on the night. So <laughs> Pablo Franco's two and zero against the Hurricanes this year. His only two wins thus far. To, I mean, he's only played five games. Both of his wins come against the Hurricanes team. Where should those uh, be turned off? <laughs> at, at, at least from a shot standpoint, the abs have gotten pretty outplayed both okay. times. We talked about him in the pregame that he needed to have a good game uh, for this depleted Avalanche team. Going on the road against a team that is high shot volume, all that stuff, uh, good possession metrics. Frankie showed up really quickly. While the super chats are appreciated, don't give us
0: super chats tonight. Go give it to Laqua Hockey instead. Use, Use the that QR, QR code. code yeah. yeah,
1: it's Venmo. It's the easiest thing possible. We do appreciate him though. We, yeah. we love you the guys love. Are the best. Show us the Laqua
0: Hockey, definitely for tonight because it's their night. The event was awesome. If you watched the watch along with us, you got to see John Mitchell. Uh, Rick Barry. Uh, we had
1: Kyle Quincy, Quincy on as well.
0: There were also, you know, Peter Budai was here. People got to chat him up. It was a fun event.
1: Um, anyway, Yo, this person, uh, Hetty, said, "Do we own the Canes?" It just made me think of raising Canes. Now I want to get out of here before the tendies Ooh, close. Not gonna make it. I saw yacht.
2: This man and his tendies. As Bro. long as I've known him, man, he loves his tendies.
1: I saw. I saw it. Don't think I didn't. Chick Fil A and Canes were the only right answers on that entire thing. I do love Tendies. They, I didn't uh, watch it because we were not represented. <laughs> <laughs> Therefore, incomplete poll. Uh, who was it that said Jimmy John's? Not a fast food place, obviously. Uh, Sp- yeah, Spence. Come on. Yeah, that's come on. not fast food. This come on. Just, a, guy,
2: a guy that's played golf all his life would
1: At, think that's Adam? fast
0: food. Didn't Adam say, like, Chipotle or something? Like, clearly yeah, not was, fast food. Yeah, there were some, some ones where yeah. it's like, yeah, I there guess if some, you
1: don't want to participate in the prompt. that's correct. There were some fast casuals. Yeah. 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 Uh, See, there's a line between fast, fast, casual. Like, yeah. thank you for getting this, AJ. Do we? Uh, oh, get it? There. No, Should say, we, we try we get to it. have I a? Take s- back
2: my pumping tire joke.
0: Can we get through a sixty <laughs> second rundown the four of us together? <laughs> Can we manage it?
2: Uh, you mean like, are we gonna like sing <laughs> it in harmony? Or? Yeah,
0: in sync, oh, in all German. the way. No, just just hit all the details <laughs> do you know, tonight. Megan's gonna do the no. whole thing in German. Confirmed. <laughs> no, <Yeah. but> she's, <laughs> here we go.
2: She's referencing Rick Barry talking about. German fans singing She already said long. it,
0: though. <laughs> das Avalanche. <Yeah. laughs> all right, hell yeah. <laughs> That's all I got.
1: <laughs> um, anyway. I, uh, I don't have a 60 second I, I don't second think rundown. we can do it in
0: 60 seconds. But Evs win 3-2 in a game where they end up getting outshot 14 to 46. 48. 15. 48. That, they got was 40, the fifth. Was, 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 48 was, 48 was 48 to was 15 was the final Was oh, the
1: okay. shot 15? I yes thought that was, was 14. Was. Can we also, I think I've shown some love already. Can we show some appreciation for the fact that Altitude got a shot counter yeah, on their broadcast.
0: It's great. After it took long enough, foot, seven it's years. It's
1: great. It is great. It's great that we knew that right offhand. <laughs> Nobody had to look.
2: I looked on NHL.com.
1: That yeah, too. I've got the app open. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> the Avs were the ones to score first pretty early on. A beautiful play from Lekkonen, able to force a puck to Erod in the middle who finishes nicely. I mean,
2: it's, it's good hard work. I can't believe there's no assist
1: on that play. I
0: pretty, it's lucky deserves one for sure.
1: Absolutely, Um, both him and Nate. Nate does the work there on the wall to to keep that That puck in. The Avs
0: then spent the next thirty minutes of the hockey game seeing how long they could go without getting a shot on goal and keeping the lead. Uh, They (laughs) genuinely. Sebastian's
2: goal was a good one from him. Right, it's a, it's a tough. Like that's a. Canes get one back off of a
0: scramble puck where yeah. bodies are we're, flying. Where Aho
2: makes a nice play. Yep, the shot gets blocked and then it pops back out to him and then he just. I mean, that's nasty. Right. Yep, he just goes top shelf right and. Shop. And it's over a blocker on a left-handed goalie. Maybe there's a chance, a low chance for a great glove save there. But on on Fransosa's blocker, no.
0: You're you're in a one-one game, but credit to the Abs, they did a good job of taking advantage of the chances they got, which weren't many. But they did an okay job. Alex Newhook catches Martin Netchev in the neutral zone, just beats him up the ice, gets yep. a nice stretch pass.
2: That's the skating that we've wanted to see, man. That's stretching defense, and and actually putting pressure through the neutral zone with your skating. And that's where we haven't seen that from Newey.
0: He gets it and he puts a nice finish what on it. Gets ranted too. a bite a hard. Yeah. He's
2: he's got the guy right on his back and he just has the. Pre- I mean, he still makes that move. And the puck. If you go and watch it, the puck's rolling on him, and he still is like, we go we
1: go into the backhand. It's when you see stuff like that. It's why I really do. I I think Alex Newhook has so much upside at as a potential second line center. The tools yeah. there's just there's so many tools there that you, he just has. We talked a lot about consistency and reliability yeah. in the pregame. That's literally what he's missing. Yep. That's the only thing he's missing. Well, and stop high sticking people. Yep. Yeah, that would help too. Like it seems like every game he's high sticking somebody
2: else. Like what, 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 what you what you got, Hatchet the, Man?
0: The high <laughs> sticking has to stop. But uh, this feels goals like that for Nui feel less like where did that come from and more like okay, it's finally getting there. Right. Yeah. So, hopefully, there's more of that to come here, which I'm sure there's at least some, but hopefully, there's a lot more of that to come. Yeah. Yo, I
1: said pregame, Jared's doing his postgame, or pre show. Jared's doing his postgame right now. It's one media scrum I'm probably happy to not be in right now. That dude. You know, he's going to hate this game. Even after wins. <laughs> uh, which game? Was it Carolina last week? There was a game recently. You're they, right. won they won yeah. by multiple there's goals. probably it was the other Carolina. Carolina. Game. Yeah. And he was pissed. Pissed. Pissed about the way his team had played. That's what makes this team so fun. That's why they win games like this. The standard for them is just higher, and they have a way of shaking off. Hey, we just got caved in for sixty minutes. None of it matters if we well, score the next one. This is the thing. If you're Washington,
2: looking at this, uh, looking ahead for Saturday, you're not excited for the apps coming in. <laughs> you already weren't excited <laughs> for the apps coming in. You're playing poor hockey. You can't get stops and, out and of the it. The abs or are goalies. winning games like this one. But yeah. but the abs don't put games like this together. Yep. They don't string these together. Yep. They happen sometimes, and then they usually get good well, and mad about it, regardless and, of the result. And they come out the next game looking and, like the abs. Like, well, I'm going to go ahead and prematurely call a blowout the, on Saturday. Well,
0: <laughs> we'll get to that in a little bit. Going through the rest of this game. After the Evs go up 2 1, they're pretty much under siege for the rest of this hockey game.
2: Yeah, well, statistically for sure. And it didn't really start to feel that way until. The last
0: 12 ish minutes. Yeah, yeah. Whenever,
2: whenever it was Rick Barry said yeah, that. It, whatever. He's it, it it like, it
4: hasn't rammed them down their throats not, yet. And it's like, well, really. oh, it started. Yeah. Down down our just throats, then. Yeah. Then they.
0: And then they. Down them. Are. Yeah. And what is, is that actually Blaze? What is that picture? I think it is. <laughs> Is that from when you were like 12, Blaze? Uh,
1: Anyway. I'm actually about to get up from this couch and go look at that picture closer because there's a chance that's my favorite thing of all time.
3: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I see a puka shell necklace. It's definitely him. Uh,
0: Well, (laughs) while Jesse's looking at that, the abs are under siege. Pavel Franços is playing great. I think that's Blaze with hair. And then... Is that hair Blaze?
2: youth Blaze?
0: Andreas (laughs) Englund just runs into Pavel
1: Franços?
2: Yeah, like a mother of all miscommunication. Yeah. What the hell are you
1: doing? Please, <laughs> yeah, that was he like dropped the shoulder too. Yeah,
0: like what? Wait, I smoked his going We're I watching it live and we're like, what? you I can't possibly on. understand what was going through his head in that yeah. moment. Because Frankie clearly makes it look like he wants to play this puck. And it's not like England slows down for a handoff or something. He just
1: runs yep. right through him. Yeah. Like. Didn't I, look like he was trying to, like, slip through him yeah, in the boards. Right. I, I, like, I, I, he just runs into his goalie who has the puck. He just smoked his guy. He,
2: he reacted as he if was. he
1: looked up and was, like, two feet from his goaltender, but he was staring at him well, the whole way. Yeah, and look then, looking right at him. And <laughs> then he compounds it because the shot that comes
2: in, the shot that comes in, he kicks
1: Yeah, yeah, middle yeah,
2: of the yeah, ice yeah. To yeah. right to Martin Because Frankie was back in like, net by that time. Like, like... like I'm not going to blame him because he definitely does not open up the skate of uh, his skate like that. And intentionally kick it to of the middle. Of course not. He's trying to block the shot, and he's and he's but like still, that's, he is full blown shitting his pants that, too. That's like, the world giving him a
0: second chance, and he did not pick yeah. it up. Yeah. and, and, and
2: <laughs> it just goes so poorly on that one. But it was just like,
0: dude. Well, and this, this is so bad. It leaves Frankie with a guy alone in front, and Frankie has lost his. Stick. And there's no stick. Yeah.
2: yeah, he's got no help there. He's got no chance. It was like they were trying to steal a shift out of Andreas England, and Andreas England was like.
0: How can I make this go as poorly This as will possible? be my final shift.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, uh, yep, that was it.
0: The, that brought it back to 2-2. The Avs survived the rest of the game, including a penalty for the final two minutes, essentially, of regulation. Yeah. What was that power play? We were, we were on the watch line yeah. and I didn't want to get
2: too into it. It was bad. That, the, I don't know which one of them it was. Holds the puck for maybe 10 seconds just standing there. Just back and forth by himself, and you're like, did the controller disconnect? What the hell's <laughs> happening? And then he passes it to a guy who gives it right back to him. They make no play, and the puck goes out into the netting, and he, you're he, like... D- boy,
0: he, like, launches it into the sky. Like You're looking at it like, I'm, like well, I had last, to keep
1: my cool on the watch yeah, yeah. but What the fuck was that? That last-ditch effort one-timer missing net by about five-and-a-half feet. It wasn't even close. Even like, it was moving though. You got all of it <laughs> in the Andrei wrong Singleton. direction. Yep. was not on yeah. the net.
2: It was. It was bad. That it was. It was seriously. It was their power. That power play attempt. As I was like, you guys are doing an amazing job defending yourselves. You're not doing anything right now. You're waiting for somebody. Yep. It was all of a sudden they got to winning time and playoff Carolina showed up. Yep. Nobody wanted to step up. Nobody wanted the puck. Nobody tried to make a play. That's the easiest PK that the Avs have had yeah. all year. They literally
0: just stood there. Didn't like, do
2: anything with it.
3: And it continued in a to lane. be perfect.
2: We're good. Like, Didn't do anything with it. It was awful. I heard you, Megan. Thank you. I did not hear you.
3: <laughs> I said something awful. No, I just said the PK continued to be perfect. It, like, this was what helped them in that first yep. Carolina game, honestly. Like, even just a Rodriguez power play goal, it keeps them in this. The special team, special teamed. And... That was maybe the only thing that saved them tonight alongside Franços. Honest yeah. No, I'm sorry. Franco saved the game. That's it.
0: <laughs> they get to overtime in large part True thanks facts. to Frankie. Um, <laughs> the overtime was. I mean, we
2: can go through our king of the game and all that right now. Yeah, we will. We've got other things. Uh, to,
0: overtime was pretty low octane, to be honest.
2: Yeah. they They kill it. Again, Carolina gets the puck. They have the puck.
0: And they just don't really do anything with it. And, yeah. and
2: they was like a dude fell down and the abs got yep. the puck and LOC goes down. and takes a shot on goal. It
0: misses wide badly. Well, he,
2: <laughs> it's it's blockered away. And then you're, you know, fifty fifty 50 puck. Yep. And then the abs just make a better play from there. You know, well, tired bodies are out on the well, end, so left they and were, right. They
0: were tired, but Confer got off and Leckie was the one fresh body on. He gets Comfort the was om- on the ice for the goal. Oh, so so was, who got, LLC got, LLC off got off? LOC got off for the, the one body gets off, the one fresh body on the ice, finds the open space. Great work to get it over to him. Yeah,
2: a perfectly executed three on two. Yep. Uh, Taves walks in and
0: moves with like
2: the Comfort. Yep. Comfort pulls both guys in because he has a wide open shooting lane. Comfort waits it just long enough, makes an easy pass over, and in with a great
3: finish. Yep. Comfort had a nice. good overtime. Like he had some defensive so, plays that kept them in it. Sorry, that was no, it.
1: No, no, no. I was gonna forcefully agree with you. <laughs> Keep going.
3: That was it. Oh. That was no. it. Good OT. <laughs> Confer. <Jader> what? <laughs>
1: Smash. Yeah. I was I was actually, I was standing there watching with some some fans uh as as the third period was winding down. And there was a play near the end where Comfort was like kind of like he didn't have like a great opportunity, but he was in the mix down low. He was kind of chasing a puck, and I said doesn't this feel like one of those dumb games where J.T. Comfort does something like in the last in the last second? And while he, he picked up the the primary assist in overtime, but I, I'm with you. Like I thought, like he blocked that that shot that led to the rush going the other way. Well, we talk about that with J.T. Comfort so many times. The dude is invisible for five games, and it's like, oh wow, that was super clutch well, and came up to win a game. Yeah. Just. Extrapolate
2: all the right plays on a shift, and <laughs> you win a game. And ex- you're just like, well, I don't know. Extrapolate
0: on that even further. Set aside the underlying numbers here, because the ABS just aren't going to win games in this fashion very often. Yeah, nobody is. Right, but what did the ABS need last game in their loss against St. Louis? They needed depth scoring. Who scored tonight? New hook. Erod, sure, you can count him as the top line if you want right now. Yeah. But then you get a goal from Newhook, and you get a goal from Lekinen, which is out there with JT You get
2: Confer. an even strength goal from Arturi Leckinen. Yeah.
1: Well, and, and even with Erod, I mean, like, to me, that's – he he is depth because he's not Makar, McKinnon, well, Rantanen. Certainly he's
0: one one of Lekinen and Erod is not on your top line. So. Right. One of yeah. them
3: counts as depth. Yeah. yeah.
0: He's, yeah.
2: Been, he's been your bridge between – your top line and your depth, which has been code for baddies at this point. Production wise. I I think a lot of guys are like, I thought Martin count had a couple of really good moments in this game. Yes. Didn't come close to producing a point, but I thought there were some good, good moments for him. Yep. Defensively. He's starting to really look good.
1: We we talked about it really early on the, on the pregame that about the conversation I had with Logan O'Connor. If you don't have your a game, you have to find a way to bring your B game and be visible in some other way. Yeah. And I'm with you, AJ. I think Martin Kout is starting to get there. Where yep. hey, you don't have your A game, you're not producing, you're not putting the puck in the net, but are you visible? Are, yeah. Are yeah. you as, as Logan O'Connor put it? Are, are you are you avoiding bringing your D game and just being completely invisible? You, that was Martin Kout's problem for too long, and I feel like he's starting to come out of that
3: and yep. you see him as a piece of the penalty kill that goes four for four in killing penalties, and that's mm-hmm. a Martin Kaut contribution that is measured. It adds value, even if it isn't on the score sheet
0: production-wise. Just
1: laid down and blocked a shot. Very quickly, because we? we have
0: cooler stuff coming. King of the game. Did we give it to Frankie? Yeah. I assume.
3: Yeah.
0: 9-1-7 okay. high chances. I
2: was being a jerk when I was like, give it to Lekiden. Like,
0: obviously, obviously, a dude with king 46 saves is going to get king of the game when you win. That save percentage is ridiculous. Frankie straight stole one for the Avs tonight. Edward so. said
2: what to a reporter? You've asked that sixty-eight times in a row? Now I'm gonna go back and watch that. That's Maybe spicy. you did want to
0: be in that presser after
2: all. Yeah. I mean I don't ever want to see another reporter get dunked on like that. That's tough to watch.
0: Uh, in any case, but anyway, yeah. Unbelievably good game from Frankie I, all the way around. I, well
2: and like what do you say about Pavel Francose? Outside of that, yep, he was spectacular. He's the biggest reason that they, they, the Avs should get all of their points should be broken in the standings from the points that they had before tonight, and then Pablo Frenso should just get two points. Yep, like he was. He was. It was all him. Like, come on. It they, was they, all him. They had him. almost fifty shots on goal, and the guy was rock solid. The guy was great. He was great.
1: Um, I'm going to give a quick little shout out here, my. My middle sister, she's had her babies in and out of the hospital and all that stuff, her little twins. Uh, one of them is unfortunately back in the hospital, but the other one, Scarlett, is watching right now.
2: Hi. She's oh. giving a
1: nice little shout out to Baby I Scarlett. I forgot to tell you while you were in Finland, I met Brooke. Oh, really? Yeah, she was at the bar. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she, <laughs> she texted no. me. Yeah, yeah,
1: she was like, uh, she said something, and I was like, oh, well, I'm definitely not there. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, they've, uh, they, they've been through the ringer a bit here in the last few months, so. Yeah. They're out and about. And they're enjoying everything. They watched the entire cup run from the uh, NICU, so yeah. So no, they're 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 finally out God. and enjoying stuff a bit. So shout out Scarlet for, Scarlet. for watching uh, watching the uh, always the fun to have a new fan post post game right of the now. Yeah, smallest next
2: generation kind. of Djens.
1: That's right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: what we raise out here. That's right.
0: <laughs> That's what we raise. Uh, so look, on the whole, is it a game you're happy with for how Colorado played? Hell no. No, but you win it. But and this, you, this is what the, the regular season well, is and, about. And this is the opposite. This is the regular season in, right here. In the Blues game, that's a game you felt like the Avs let get away. Yep. And tonight, it's one that felt like they stole. And it kind of balances out at yeah, the end if you,
2: you flop those results based on how they played, and you, you were like, right. okay, you got two points against St. Louis and Carolina. And you'd be points,
0: totally fine. You're like, yeah.
2: whatever. And guess how I feel right now. It's still Whatever. <laughs> You just don't like giving points to St. Louis in particular. That's no. not fun.
1: I know. It was just because of how hard Bennington
0: celebrated after. I'm sure we had a bunch of people come in late, so just to remind you guys, use the QR code instead of Super Chats tonight. Uh, give that money to LaCroix Hockey.
2: Yeah, if you are Canadian and you don't have access to Venmo, uh, Super Chats are fine. Oh,
0: I, that's what? fair. We'll figure something out then. True story. The, I, Venmo I, is not in Canada? Do they Louisiana? have a like, cash app or something?
2: Uh, they e-transfer.
0: What? What kind of nonsense? Yeah, well, Canada, so, get it together. No,
2: you're saying this, but Canada was actually way ahead of this because they've been electronically transferring money for years uh, and not going through services like PayPal.
1: And all free, right.
2: Because they had bank to bank. They could just do it.
1: So Seems archaic, but Well, right. now, <laughs> but like it's much e- like Just tie this money $100 to bill other, to a pigeon and he'll look, find his way. To well, a Canadian goose. Uh, Thankfully, we have someone more important than me to be on the <laughs> show. So, no, no, you're
0: you're coming on. <laughs> I will be out of here, but you guys get to say hi to Milan Hayduk. So, we'll he will see you in just one second. <laughs> tag
2: in, tag out.
1: A little, a little Slide, line change. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah, quick quick little line change here. Uh, there it is, Milan.
5: How's it guys? going tonight, sir? How are you? Awesome. Good night. Was it? Yeah. Time? Yeah.
1: Not bad, right? How, how, about, how, how was it for you? Good Good time?
5: It was awesome. I didn't watch that much hockey, but, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but yes, mom, they pull it off. Yeah. Keep it close. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Got it. <laughs> uh, apparently, Frankie played well, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 47 shots or whatever was it, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, it's a good win. How... Uh, do, you, do you watch a lot? Do you normally... I, I do. Normally, yeah. I try to watch some games and like not every game, but... Uh, quite a bit, and yeah, so are doing well, I think. Uh, I don't want to put too much pressure on them, but there's potential chance for, for, for repeat and, and tonight's game, it could be def- easily Stanley Cup finals. Yeah, right, no e- doubt. E- easily could be.
1: Uh, I will saying, this Carolina team, I don't know, they've kind of been compared to the Avs now for a few years. Alright, I'm sorry to do this, but you mentioned repeat. I want to just ask you real quick about 2002, Carolina Hurricanes. Do you guys get through that Western Conference final?
5: Do you think it's a repeat? Uh, it looked that way, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> Red Wings got got it in in four games or five games or something like that. Yeah, I th- yeah. yeah. I would not I not say it was easy, but yeah, it was. I I think it was probably the finalist us against Red Wings in 02 Yeah. So it it could be done. Obviously, it's not not easy, especially this year. Uh, the offseason uh, off season was pretty short, right? Yeah. It was it was just a shorter season and a shorter off season, and uh, you know they have tons of injuries right now. I'm not saying it's because of that, but I mean, might play it some role into it. Definitely, guys don't have enough time to rest uh, off season, and you get back at it right away. So, it's, yeah. it's tough when you have that kind of routine built up for how your summer looks, and yeah,
1: suddenly it's all of a sudden all, six all, weeks. All
5: of a sudden, it's only two uh, two months off, really, yeah. and, and you got to get ready for next training camp. Uh, not definitely not easy. Yeah, you know, so that COVID played some role into it, and for sure. And, but you know, they're nine and five. They're absolutely where they want to be, and. Hopefully, guys will get it back healthy, and they'll be absolutely fine.
1: Yeah.
2: Winning, a, winning a game like this tonight—you know, what was the, what was that like for you? You know, was you you get outshot by thirty, you know, thirty-five, and you still get two points. It's
5: definitely definitely a steal. Obviously, you're heavily leaning on your goaltending, and and Frankie, uh, you know, had to be phenomenal tonight. Uh, it, it is huge. That uh, good for the uh, team confidence that even if Obviously, Avs didn't have a game, probably right, or Carolina play well. I, you know, I didn't, I like I said, I didn't watch mm-hmm. it much, but uh, it, it's it's great for confidence and you can pull it off and get a win even when you don't have your best stuff, and uh, and goaltending goaltender can bail you out. It's awesome, great to have it in your back pocket. Why not? Yeah.
1: So, uh, Paulo Franco's fellow countryman, right? Yes, he is. How
5: really? how long did you
1: know about Frankie before he came over? Because I remember he played in the Olympics for them, right?
5: Yeah, he did, and uh. uh he played actually in in a Czech league. He played uh, not far from my hometown. He won a the championship there. So yeah. he's a well-known goalie. Played in KHL. Yeah, uh, many years, and uh, he was a you know very solid goaltender. Ba- I think back-to-back back goaltender of the year over yeah, there. I think, yes, right. Yeah, so he, he's well-established goalie, and and he can do the job. You know. Yeah, he's uh
1: he, he's been fun for us to watch. He's just a great great guy too.
5: Like having just conversations with him are solid anytime awesome. that Jared puts him in the net. He he performs, right? Yeah. So great to have it. Yeah, no, I've I've said I've I've always
1: felt like he has number one potential. Don't know if he'll ever actually get there, but mm. uh I mean we talked about him a ton in the pregame that he's just been he's been a huge boost for this team. Yeah. Having a
5: good backup goaltender is so much more important than people I think give it credit for at times. Absolutely. And when when the playoffs comes, look at last year when Darcy Kemper went <laughs> down and, and yeah. Frankie stepped in and won six, seven straight games. Yeah. Uh, very valuable uh, you know, backup goaltender, and he, he can produce, and man, it's awesome. Great to have it Sw- swept. Yeah. Connor McDavid, <laughs> not absolutely. not too bad. A- absolutely, I mean he's 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 solid. He's he's not he doesn't have the size of modern goalies or whatever. Or I mean, guys six four, six five now. Yeah. but He gets it done. And he always square to the puck, solid, uh, doesn't give up many rebounds, and uh, you know it, I think guys guys like to play with him for him. Yeah. You know, so it's great. Square to the puck—that's always something I've noticed. about him. he's
1: not a busy goaltender, he just—he's in the right spot a lot. The, the, the puck hits him; he doesn't have to do much. hes, he's just always really square. That,
5: I'm no goalie coach, but uh, you know that's <laughs> when the goalies don't give up rebounds, always square, don't have to do miracle saves. There, everything yeah. hits him. That means he's in a good spot, and yeah. uh, obviously, that's what he's doing.
1: Not a goalie coach, but you've played with a couple decent goalies in your day, <laughs> yeah. yeah I,
5: tr- I try to just figure them out, <laughs> just try to where to score and, yeah. and find some find some holes, but. Uh, yeah, it's. I mean, goalies, these are freaking phenomenal. It's just not easy to score on them. Yeah, no, absolutely. We've got Milan Hayduk
1: here, number in the rafters down at Ball Arena. Uh, Milan, how fun has this Avs team been for you to watch over the last couple of years just as they've really kind of hit their stride and just kind of the game in general as it's picked up with speed and scoring? I mean, that was that was in your wheelhouse when you played. How fun would it be to play in today's NHL? Uh,
5: def- definitely, so much fun, and, and the apps, the product they put on the ice uh, last, you know, two, or three years. It's it's so much uh, fun to watch. It's in one way, it's 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 be winning and look at uh, if you look in the history, like uh, New Jersey Devils, you can win Stanley Cups, but it's it's not most exciting hockey with neutrons and trap and whatever. <laughs> But the are doing it the fun way, right? <laughs> they're they're winning the fun way when you know outscoring teams and uh, uh, you know plenty of offense, uh, it, fast hockey up and down. So it's every every fan must love it, right? Yeah. It's it just not only your team is winning, but it's it's the fun way. It's uh it's 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 watchable. It's yeah. it's great, you know. Yeah. So uh, I would have so much fun to play with these guys. Yes. Yeah. No kidding,
1: AJ. I'm, I'm I don't wanna. In questions here. talking
3: about injuries and what a win like this does for a player's confidence, I'm looking at a player like Martin Kaut, and I know he's also a fellow countryman. Are you familiar with Kaut? Have you kind of followed his trajectory as an up-and-coming young player? What have you thought of him?
5: Uh, great player. Obviously, uh, he's, uh, he's getting chance because, uh, you know, injuries we had, and, and he's, he's been good for Eagles for a while. Mm-hmm. So this is his chance to uh, put a stamp on it and and and, and show Jared what, what he can do. and And... And and stay in the lineup for even when the guys uh, some guys come back with injuries. So uh, you know there's plenty of opportunity now for guys to show show Jared that uh, they can play in the league and, uh, and 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 kind of you know throw their name out there. So uh, I think it, it, it's in a way uh, it's it, it's not great for 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 the Az that they have so many injuries, but on the other side plenty of opportunity for guys from coming coming from the Eagles and and. And show them what they can do.
1: Yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna change gears on you here a little bit. and I want to talk to you a little bit about Gabe Landeskog. Uh, obviously, you know it's pretty story's pretty well told now that you had a big part in passing the the C off to him at such a young age. And you know he talked last year that when he first took over as a captain, he looking back on it now, he said, Yeah, you know, I I I, I wasn't mentally ready for the responsibility that came with it. What do you see out of him now? Because I've talked to so many people last year as the Avs went on this run and game to go to these different buildings and national media, and there is a lot of talk about this is maybe the best, if not just one of the best captains in the NHL right now. What is it about Gabe Landeskog that, that you saw so many years ago and what you see from him now that just makes him so special and he means so much to this team, maybe not in the direct way that like a Nathan McKinnon does? What is it that you always saw in Gabe Landeskog?
5: I mean, I, 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 I think I see similarity with uh, Jonathan Taves in him a little bit. When, when yeah. they, they had uh, Chicago Blackhawks, they had the run. Very serious guy. Similar game. Maybe Landy plays even heavier game than, than Jonathan Taves. Uh, emotional leader. Uh, when, when games get chippy and rough, he can produce. Like, he doesn't really, nothing bothers him, nothing fazes him. He's, yeah. a, he's a big dude. Uh, Smart kid, well kid, young, <laughs> young man now. Yeah, yeah he's probably what is he close, close to 30, whatever yeah. he is right now. Yeah, I think he's 30 here in like a week. Is yeah. he? Yeah. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, yeah, so man now, but I, he's, I think he's the perfect guy for for this team, and and, and probably many teams would love to have him. Uh, yeah. So we're glad to to have Landy, and, and hopefully he'll get back soon and, and get healthy. But uh, yeah, he's, he's he's phenomenal leader. Uh, not only on the ice, but off the ice. And uh, I think uh, it's great, even for, for Nathan McKinnon, to have him there. And and, yeah. and uh, I'm sure they have some conversation here and there and stuff like that. Yeah.
1: And, and I mean, you saw that in him as an 18 year old that he had the potential to do that. Well, yeah, yeah he
5: was a captain in, in I think, in Kitchener, Kitchener in, yeah. in, uh, in, in uh, OHL. And uh, definitely, he was uh, definitely ahead of his. Years mentally, like he was, he wouldn't even expect that. Uh, when you talk to him, he was an 18 year old kid that time, yeah, right, or 19, whatever it was, yeah. he was. Uh, yeah, I think uh, yeah, definitely he was ahead of his time, and and uh, and then you know, he, he became better and better. And I, he's a great leader, a great one of the you know, maybe, maybe he's gonna go down to uh, well, it might be tough to be Joe, <laughs> uh, but but as the greatest captain of the avalanche, but yeah. close, close to it, yeah, N- no, close to thing. Joe. Well, when, his
1: English is better than mine, too. I've lived here my whole life. And he, I mean,
5: yeah, he's phenomenal. Uh, great, great. Just absolutely awesome. Yeah. AJ, were you? I yeah, I
2: I'm know. just, when his number goes in the rafters, you know, will, will it also sure have a C will, on I it? I mean, like,
5: he, he will, he will like, what do he sign? Seven-year deal. He will stay mm-hmm. with the Avs. Yeah. Till probably his, you know, his, his last day and, uh, in the National Hockey League. So, yeah, he'll be in the rafters for sure. He's coming for your games played. <laughs> yeah i hope he's gonna beat it yeah he should yeah. <laughs> mac too probably yeah they both yeah. should
1: what yeah. uh what was it like for you getting to watch them game six in tampa they actually you know they 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 do it they you know they they beat tampa they win the stanley cup what was it like for you to be able to watch i actually talked to billy neiman and on the ice after the game there, and just saying you know what kind of emotions did this bring back did you did the emotions hit you at all or was it more it, just it did
5: because uh yeah I, I watch it on tv obviously and uh uh it like just try to you know k- going back when what I went through and when we won it in 2001 and I was just so happy for the guys it it's been so many years right 21 years of yeah uh ups and ups and downs yeah. and, and just not easy some not easy years for the ass fans and yeah. Uh, they finally get it, got it done, and you know, like, and, and they were the f- probably favorite the year before too. So it's not easy to get over the hump, and uh, they couldn't get past second round really, right? Yeah, for for a number of years, and uh, uh, sometimes it just takes this, you know, the experience of uh, some painful losses go through it, and then uh, then you then you figure out something that you know what do you have to do and. Uh, Everything came through for them, and I was so happy for them. It was, it was awesome. Still, you know, some guys on the team, I played with EJ and, 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 uh, and Landy and a and bunch of staff around, you yeah. know, around the team. And so I was texting them and really talking to them. So it was, it was, it was cool. It was fun. I was so happy for them.
1: You, you made mention of you have to, you know, they, they went through some painful losses, and Nate McKinnon talked about that with us after that. Looking back on it now, now that you've got, they've gotten over the hump, Going through those really painful losses to Vegas and to Dallas, he said that's what helped prepare them for the adversity that they faced. You guys lost to Dallas in game seven. I believe it was two years in a row right yes, before the '01. Yep, yep. How much do you think that that <clears throat> actually you know molded the teams that you were a part of into who they were? Yes, there was a lot of great players you know yourself, Joe Sakik, Peter Forsberg. but going through those losses, how much does that actually prepare a team? to go through what I gained a ton of appreciation for just how tough it is. I was just doing the travel. I wasn't doing any of the, the games or the workouts or the video. Uh, I think it's so much tougher than people give it credit for. How much do you need to go through those losses?
5: Well, and for, uh, for us, it was a little bit different, too. Like, So we lost uh, two Game 7s in Dallas in conference finals, Yep, back-to-back. So we we're like uh, home ice advantage is gonna be huge. Yeah. So uh, the next year we won the President's Trophy and had a home ice advantage for for, for Game Sevens. So that was huge. Uh, but you like you you learn from these painful losses. You do learn. Uh, see the other teams how they how they do it. What they how they do their business. What they do. Uh, uh, how they react in tough situations. What it yeah you you realize what it takes to to win these tough uh, hockey game stuff serious is like it, it's just it, it's a grind like I know yeah. people probably you know uh, people watching on TV don't realize how, how hard it is to win yeah 16 playoff games when everything is on the line and, and you play against the best teams they're on their top of their games really they are yeah. right? and and then you mix it up with some injuries uh, it, you have teams have to stay healthy or the key key guys have to stay healthy it just many things come in play and into it so it's uh it, it's an unbelievable grind and it's yeah. and and then you're, there's such a relief at the end that <laughs> it, it's over and you want it it's yeah. it's just an awesome feeling it's yeah. Yeah. there were so many guys that we talked to after that said like more than
1: happy i'm relieved like we we did it we got to the end like it, it was just it was so fun to see that for them just relief you know i think is a great word for it that you put in so much
5: work and like we did it more than like the excitement itself yeah and then you you spend so much time with the with the guys like the not only the whole season 82 game season but the whole two months uh playoff run you spend a lot more time with them (laughs) than with your family it just that's your family really yeah and you you live and die with every win and loss so uh it's just great feeling to you know to share with share with with uh with the teammates uh, the, such an accomplishment. Yeah,
1: no kidding.
2: How was uh, how was your post-cup partying compared to theirs? Because theirs was <laughs> the cup pretty didn't
1: in- even make it off the ice before yeah, it was like pretty I intense. Was, was, I was, was
5: crazy, but not I guess not this crazy. Like I actually, uh, I I was part of it with 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 them a little bit too, but not. You know, not right after, but uh, yeah, it was uh, the the cup looked a little beat up. I don't think, <laughs> I, I, I don't think we damaged the cup. No, right? I don't, I don't think so. Uh, it was it was great. Uh, you know, like you and all kinds of bars and everything, like like these guys did. And you, you gotta celebrate it. You gotta you gotta enjoy it because it doesn't happen too often, really. Right? Yeah. Uh, uh We had a great team What it, I was I've been part of, and we were in the Stanley Cup Finals only once. It's just yeah. it's just not easy to get in the finals even, and. Uh, Never mind to win it, uh, but uh, I guess when the have get to the finals, we win it. Right? Yeah. So we yeah. have to we have yeah. to get, we have to get there more often. Right. That's I was going to say, three and zero. Oh. Three and zero oh in the finals. That's not bad record. Not yeah. bad.
1: Not bad. You, you you make a great point about you know how tough it is to win, and I think people do lose appreciation for that sometimes. And I think about some of those teams that you were a part of, Ray Bork. I mean, Paul Korea, Timu Solani, uh, some of these all-time greats, and it's just. The, the league is that like it's that difficult to get through
5: a regular season four rounds so many things can happen and and, and we had a great team so we how many times we lost in a, in a conference finals game seven i think it happened three or four times in my career yeah so we're one game away from Stanley cup finals but just don't get there right, right? because the other team is you know you can run into hot goaltending you run into some injuries the other team is just Outplaying you simply. Right, you just, right. There are some good teams left, right? Yeah. When you are four teams left or whatever, so just not easy to get in the finals.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, uh,
5: we got Milan Heyduk here, uh, former Colorado
1: Avalanche captain uh, here on a LaQua hockey night. Uh, can we? will pause for a second just to talk a little bit about LaCroix hockey. The the theme of the night is about growing the game. Uh, Milan, you and I talked a little bit earlier about you know how how great it is to see the NHL starting to make some of these steps, not only locally, but overseas, into Europe, things like that. Uh, can you just talk a little bit, little bit about what kind of LaCroix Hockey is doing and, and growing the game? I know you play a huge
5: role in that as well. Yeah, like, I mean, Eric is doing an awesome job and, and, and uh, you know, try to, tries to grow the game in, in, in Colorado through youth hockey, through grassroots. I think uh, any su- any success of the, the Avalanche also helps tremendously yeah. to, uh, you know, spurt uh you know the interest in hockey and and i think over overall all these years uh, uh like i i i um, i've been coaching youth hockey for a while uh you can see how how improvement there is every year year after year after year uh the amount of kids play hockey it's it's just it's just growing great so it's it's awesome for the state of colorado and eric is doing a phenomenal job uh, what he's doing in the family sports, what yeah. the facility he, he built up there. And, and, and I, I think it's going to only grow. So uh, I'm glad to be part of uh, Lacroix, uh Foundation and, and help out how I, whatever I can.
1: Yeah. You, you, said, you mentioned that about the facility at Family Sports. If you haven't gone down to Family Sports to see it, go see it. Uh, it's something that I think the state of Colorado has been needing for a long time. Uh, you know, I know you coached AAA, some pretty high-level stuff. Have you ever seen anything like what they
5: built at Family Sports no, here in Colorado? No, it, it's great, and 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 I don't know if you guys seen it. What it was before, it was uh, just like a, a lollipop park, lollipop park, exactly. <laughs> and and it, I'm sure it was fun for kids and everything.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but uh,
5: like we, we yeah. needed some uh, you know workout facility, and, yeah. and Eric and you know and Mitchie and Clark, he did an awesome job, and, and, and just uh, uh, so many so many hockey players can and and. Probably people from other sports too can use it and and yeah. and, uh, and enjoy such a great facility. So uh, it's uh, it, it's great that uh, they built it there. So uh,
1: I think we're I think we got we got Eric up here. So I'm gonna ask you one last question, just as for everyone at home. Aside from the Stanley Cup, do you have a, a number one moment for you with your time with the Avalanche? That that you say that, you know aside from winning the Stanley Cup, this is my favorite memory from my time
5: there. Uh, other than Stanley Cup, I don't think it would be just a one moment but just all my 14 year uh, career it, it's been it's been a blast uh, uh, obviously there were some some great moments some some not so great moments <laughs> ups, ups and downs but overall i had a blast it was it was awesome uh, you 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 end up meeting great people playing and battling with great guys and i i wouldn't i wouldn't change a minute yeah of it. it was just great 14 seasons well, Milan, we get we get all kinds
1: of love for you in our in our chats and all that stuff all the time. You're you're definitely yeah. a beloved figure here in Denver, and we, we can't thank you enough for taking the time out to come up here and chat with us and just be here tonight in general. So seriously, thank you so much, and come back anytime. Sure, thanks. <laughs> thanks for having me. Uh, thank, yeah, you. Thank, you so much, thank you so much, Milan. Thank right. you. Take care. Uh, all right, so yeah, I think we've got we've got Eric Lacroix ready to go. We'll do a little bit of a Maybe. change out here. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> thank you so much, Milan. Thank you. Thank you. And we're bantering, we're bantering, we're bantering. This is just AJ banter, and I banter, right banter. now. Banter, banter, banter. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I was going to say. All we have to do is just say the word banter.
1: <laughs> How's it going? Great to see you. Find your way through all the chaos tonight?
6: Oh, yeah, it's been good. Good. Did I mess this up? Uh,
1: just go ahead and pull it. Oh, I think it should be good right there. Oh, is it falling? No, no, it's falling. I'll tell you what, you want to switch me here? No better? Nailed it. Nailed it. Good. I Think you're good. Oh, he'll fix it. We got the producer make coming it in. Yeah, we got the big guns.
4: He did.
6: Oh, yes. <laughs> Sorry, man. I apologize. Yeah.
0: Should have just had him sit there over here. That's my bad.
1: You're what? Yeah, I was gonna say Rudo's messing everything up yeah. over there. Gonna <laughs> 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 drop the ball on the plan. <laughs> well, I, I. Oh, you're good. You're good. Never mind. <laughs>
0: that? Good?
4: Good. There we go.
1: All right, good night, huh? great night. Oh, that you 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 beat me to the first question. Pretty good night so far. <laughs> it's been
2: great. Was it a great night? Great question, Jesse. Great question.
1: <laughs> Loaded question. Was it? A, did you have fun? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Eric, thank you so much for for taking the time out to come up here and chat with us. Uh, you're doing really important work. You and I talked very yeah. briefly the other day at Family Sports uh, and Milan. Touched on it there. Do you want to just kind of give the folks a, a quick little rundown of what LaCroix Hockey is doing and what you guys have kind of stepped into doing there at Family Sports?
6: Absolutely. I mean, uh, what we've done is the old Lollipop Park. Right? Yep. You know, I'm yeah. sure you guys have been on. I mean, we had dates, see- yeah, we had you know, season yeah, passes, yeah, 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 exactly. of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Passes <laughs> and whatever it was, <laughs> uh, it was sitting, uh, empty for a bit. And yeah. And David Clarkson and John Mitchell um, were. Involved in youth hockey and yeah. the AAA program in town, and uh, the city of South Suburban has been awesome. The Dobbs, Bill Dobb and you know his staff, and and somewhere somehow we felt they felt there was a need—not me—they felt there was a yeah. need for some sort of a facility so for, for teams that are in there that are skating there to benefit from some off-ice training yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So, and then with my dad passing away, and then my mom moving in with us, and mm-hmm. you know. Uh, you know, we decided that maybe it's time for me to stop traveling, you know, working in the NHL. It's four or five days a week, you know, gone. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, as a scout, I'm talking about right, my right, last right. four or five years, I was with the Flames. And um, as a scout, you are out the door four or five days away. So I just a felt that it was a lot and maybe it was time to come home, sort of speak, you know. Yeah, uh, yep. And uh, so Clarkson got a hold of it that, you know, I was going to try to do something, so maybe some shooting bays and some some, all of a sudden, and and, and some sort of foundation under my dad's name, which is why we're here tonight, and then so why don't we just kind of put the two together, and (laughs) I joined forces, and and that's why I joined forces with with Clarkson and Mitchell, and and it's been great, I mean, like I said, we're great partners with the city of South Suburban, Bill Dobbs and those guys have been fantastic, and we feel fortunate uh, to be in there every day, and it's fun. Uh, for me, I do need a—I love going to the rink. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's in a different capacity now than as a player or management or yep. or a scout, but it's still a rink, and it's yeah. fun, and it's fun to go in there, and I got kids in youth hockey still. Wow, my oldest is now gone. He's in prep school in Boston, but my youngest didn't play hockey before, and then all of a sudden— he wanted to play hockey, so I'm like, "All right." I thought I
1: was done with all this. <laughs> stuff, but now, you know, Five so a.m. Went, practices I, yeah, are exactly. back. Yeah, well, <laughs> that, that
6: was yesterday morning, four forty-five. So, <laughs> yeah, so it was kind of exciting to to get back, and it's fun. I mean, it's fun to give back to the community. It's fine. I love this community, and obviously, 1990. Well, I got here in '96. Yep the summer i miss both cups right so i'm uh, you know like it's fine and then i got here my wife's from here and the kids were all born here so for us this is home and yeah so it's great to be here great to be part of the community and no better i mean we're biased but no better community in the hockey community so what's, no
0: absolutely what's it like building up that level of the hockey community here obviously there was some hockey here at, at the small young kid level yeah. but they're you know compared to canada where it's Every corner has its own hockey team, basically. What What's that been like?
6: Well, I, if I can compare it to, because I was here, like I said, in 96, right? So if you go back to, and I'm going to use old names, right? So because I'm, <laughs> I, I I'm older, I'm yeah, older. I'm not like those young what, guys. 28, now. right? Yeah. Right in there? Yeah, 29 yep. years old. Yeah, okay. Then, That's what uh, I figured. Yep. And then, so you go back to when I was playing here in 96. Single, young guy, you know, but I remember the Waz, uh, yeah. uh who else? I mean, well, no, Joe's kids were actually, yeah, Mitch was just born. But anyway, kids, that, guys that I had, my teammates that I had kids, you know, yeah, I, I, if, there, there, there was youth hockey in the community, but not like it is today. Right. I mean, if you go back, there's probably Littleton, there might have been the DU Association, and, yeah. and I think the Springs, that was it, you know, and then now the number of rinks of you know double triple probably since then you know because i remember getting some ice back then was tough in the summer oh yeah i came from la which was really tough then i got here i'm like oh it'd be easier on it and it was tough (laughs) you don't get ice in the summer to skate and everything so yeah not that we skated back then (laughs) off-season training was a bit different it's a little different (laughs) i remember sackett coming in all the time and you know, he'd look and, or, or I'd see him, or we didn't have cell phones back then. I'd <laughs> be like, hey, do we have ice? You know, I'd be like, yeah. Well, I was like, all right, training camps in four days. All right, maybe I should get on the ice. And that's <laughs> how it was. And Patrick Waugh would show up, and, and I'm being honest with you, like, he hadn't been on the ice once. Or, you know what I mean? No, it's kidding. a different world. Yeah. It's a different era. But yeah, sure, it's been so different than back then. And now all those kids, I mean, they have a young team. So, I mean, again, I don't know who they have. Ki- who kids has are kids in not, youth yeah. hockey Whatever, but I can tell you, there's a lot more options now than there was back then with those guys. You know. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's a big difference. You know? So
1: I just gotta. So when everyone was giving Phil Kessel a hard time a few years ago for yeah. saying that he hadn't skated all summer, yeah. you guys are like, yeah, that's right on par. <laughs> I, I,
6: again, I would like to transform <laughs> myself to today's. First of all, I wasn't fast enough, so I wouldn't be able to play in, this, in today's <laughs> world. So don't worry about it. But looking back at, it, I'm like, I think it's what they know. Yeah. I think it's what the kids know. I always talk about it with the visor too. Like we didn't wear visors and yeah. if you did not a lot of guys did, but but we came up like not wearing visors. And now all of a sudden now these guys if you they don't know any better. Right. Know I mean? And I'm not <laughs> saying you shouldn't wear a visor. I mean I think we're dumb <laughs> not to wear visors, but you know, there's a big difference, you know. What I mean yeah. so I think that that's what they know. Uh, and there's a big European uh, what do you call that? Like, Influence uh, Influence. Yep. like Hedgy like he was just here like he was crazy with his kids not crazy but <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know he had the rink in his ba- in his in yeah his built house. his a own beautiful yeah. facility awesome. in his backyard yeah and then the boys were on we should have asked
2: him was he the Zamboni driver uh, yeah, like he did, all, did he make the yeah, kids yeah? do it oh
6: yeah <laughs> uh, yeah I couldn't answer that I don't know but <laughs> yeah. we should have asked him I'll just say we missed it Yeah, but, yeah it's a little different I think it's what they know yeah. so nowadays they, they just they train more it's more a 12 I mean again this is a 12 month uh in the NHL it is i mean mm-hmm. it's a 12 month business it's so, it's so different than back then and i know it's the usual line like back then you showed up in camp to get a shave where now you show up and you're probably almost overtrained you know what yeah. I mean? like, <laughs> so it's a little crazy but it's
1: a little different but it, you
6: know everybody adapts every generation right so yeah
1: so just kind of going back a little bit to uh, La Qua Hockey Foundation here. We've got the QR code there uh, up on the screen. Please make a donation there. Uh, we, you guys are normally great with the Super Chats. Mm-hmm. Save the Super Chats, send them over to La Qua Hockey. But I do just want to circle back a little bit to the facility that you guys built at Family yeah. Sports because I, I was sitting there the day kind of <clears throat> marveling at it saying, I've never seen anything like this in Colorado. Is It, it really is kind of the first thing of its kind here in Colorado denver locally yeah maybe i mean somewhere somehow
6: i think you see it more back east like i said i go a lot in boston area because my son's down there my oldest mm-hmm. but um, you know to get back to your your question though it's more like uh we got 100 feet of turf so, so i do believe and going back to the skating all the time i do believe you get better yeah uh, away from the ice mm-hmm. especially in the summertime and i think that the turf's important i think that uh, strength conditioning is important depending on your age, obviously. Um, For sure. You know, quick feet. You know, how, how do you get faster off the ice? I mean, yeah. I, I don't care what people say. This is where you get faster. You get faster off the ice. And so we felt there was a need. And, you know, obviously we have some shooting bays, which, you know, a little back then, I mean, I. Cindy Crosby and the washing machine. I, I think everybody's seen that. Yeah, right? yeah. So, again, back then, we would just shoot at our parents' garages. door. I mean, the garage doors would be all dead. But nowadays, you have those tarps. They got everything. So we felt that, you know, we put a couple tarps in there. And kids, and, you know, believe it or not, like we have kids that sign up for lessons all the time. With Danny Perez is one of our skills coaches. And, and it's lined up every night just to get out there and, you know, shoot pucks in your sneakers. Yeah. And, you know, maybe a little bit of the technique about shoot pucks. And, and kids love it. Yeah. And uh, and in the back, you can't even see it right now, but Pat Carnes, which was the athletic trainer for the ABS for, yeah. I'm talking about 95 till maybe 2008. Yep. Um, yep. So Carnes and his partners have opened up uh, a physiotherapy uh, place in the corner. So it's wow. kind of a one stop shop, yeah. you know, so to speak, you no know. Obviously, we got our locker room, especially for our camps in the summer. We have the locker rooms. That we do the laundry. We treat the young guys that are from town, like USHL kids. and nice. Guys that are coming back home for the summers. It's been great because we do their laundry. We treat them like pros. Yeah. You know, so it's been awesome. So kids are all excited to get back this year and college kids. And, oh. you know, we call it the pro group, you know, so all nice. the way down to like U8s. So it's kind of nice. We feel it's a one-stop shop. And, uh, you know, we feel, you know, not important when I'm saying we feel that it's important for, for, for people to be around and, and, and go back and Peter Budai is our goalie coach. So he's Christ. the one that it's in there. Nice. We have the virtual reality, uh, you
1: know, uh, Oh, do you guys have that, that, yeah. the VR goalie yeah, setup? Do, yeah, eh? goalie uh, sensorina. Uh, yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. So, so what we're we're
2: you're saying, gonna, saying is, is the next crop of great goalies is coming out of Colorado. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> well, I'm a goalie Got dad, it. man. So I, I, I take care of goalies. There you go. So you mentioned that about, you know, have it's, it is important to, uh, you know, have, Somewhere that people go shoot the amount of drywall that my dad had to repair in the garage. Just yep. furious yeah. uh, as a kid. Yeah, shout out to my dad real fast for fixing yeah. all that. I could have. He would have. He would have loved if I had a place like know, what they've the, got the, set up. You know, yeah. there's
0: something to breaking drywall and make you hit the net real fast. Yeah. <laughs>
1: like, I,
2: I tell you though, I used to when I was shooting on drywall, I used to shoot in a smiley face. Yeah. So when he would replace it, it's like, oh, hey. yeah. it was a smiley face. Yeah. I thought that oh, was. Yeah. I thought it was hilarious.
1: Um, Eric, do you have anything? I, I mean, I know we've talked a bit about kind of what it is. Do you have anything that you want to plug a little bit in terms of LaCroix hockey, what it is? Or, I mean, is it just kind of everything we've been talking yeah,
6: about? Yeah, you guys have been great, honestly. Uh, you know, DNVR and the whole family and all you guys. And I'm a big fan, and AJ knows that. I told him that years ago. Been following you guys, and it's he, true. It's, I can confirm the story. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. You know? yeah. And I'm being honest, and yeah. it's great. And I, I, and I think going, I'm not the best, like, Guys with computers and technology, I'm not. You guys and should have I, seen this man type one time he, in the press yeah, box. It's <laughs> a one a one he literally, he was like, he yeah, told me he was yeah. like, don't make fun of me. No. And,
1: and here he starts, you are. He starts yeah. hunting. And pages, here you man. are
2: making Didn't I, uh, fun work, of him. I saved that story for I, years. I'm
6: awful, and I, I admit it. But I tell you one thing. For example, as a scout in the National Hockey League, though, I think you got to use the tools that are at your uh, at your disposal. Mm. And I was telling him back then, like, you know what? Like I. Again, I, my kids are they teach me how to do this stuff. So, you know, <laughs> I mean, so the, uh, Twitter and everything. So, I remember started following AJ, and and I and I told you one time. I, t- I said, you know what? You do a great job with the prospects. And I, mm-hmm. at the time, I think you were doing a big thing on prospects. And yeah, and I, I tell you, it's important uh, as a scout to you know. So, so I started following guys like you know AJ mm-hmm. from you know different. I was covering the West, so I had all the 15 teams, whatever in the West. So, you start covering guys that. You think are you know knowledgeable or yep. you know and you can get some information and believe it or not it's a very important tool i don't care what people say but it's very important and and it makes you stay on top of your teams and you know so it's not just for fans but it's mm. also i don't care you know they'll tell you and they all do it and they <laughs> all do it so i don't I, I mean they all do it and that's how you get your information and and that's your job right you got to yep. be on top of that team so the abs is my team i got to be on top of them so I follow AJ, I follow you know, follow you guys, and yeah. you know, you, I would, now, I'm talking about a few years yeah, yeah, back, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So the easiest thing to do is then you you, you gather information and, 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 and you get to the meetings and you feel confident and you're like, you know what, I've done my, again, if you're a worker and you're a good scout, I, I'd like to think <laughs> I was. But, like I was. You know <laughs> what I mean, like, I'm just saying. Some people don't, you know what I yeah, mean. And, yeah. But, yeah. but that information is priceless, you know, For it sure. really is. And he knows that, I mean, you guys know that. He, the, the analytics, the eye tests, the idea of the day is the relationships on the press box is probably what's the most important.
1: How often we talk about that. I in, mean, it's yeah, so true. Right? Yeah. And,
6: and I'm telling you, or the media room or the press. I it, mean, yeah. I don't care what people say. That's where you get yourself. That's right. where you get everything. And, and even more so in the American Hockey League, too, because you'll have, I don't know, like in the press room you'll have a meal with maybe your former team and it's now the assistant coach and he's like the D coach of, of that team. So right. then mm-hmm. you have that relationship. And next thing you know, you don't even know they're telling you all about that prospect or that guy, but they are yeah. in a good way or bad way. And it's not like they're selling the other guy. They yeah. don't even know because you're friends. Right, and it's right. like, you know, next thing you know, you're like, all right, all right, you know, well, perfect. You you're know like, what I mean? yeah, just keep talking.
1: Right.
6: <laughs> so it's nice. And I, I think for me, that's, hey, come that's come a come big here. part of the job. Yeah. And, and I think the press meal, the press box, is is very important. Uh, Well,
1: and it's, it's, it's so funny because we talk about that in terms of, it's so fun because you you meet people who share your same passion. Absolutely. Right. And, and you just, that's like the one place where you can get in there and you can kind of hockey nerd out a bit. And everyone wants to have those same conversations and, (sighs) That's what I think is so, so fun it about it is
2: like that's where I mean that's where our relationship yeah, yeah, began yep. was in the yep. press box. We would yep. just we would just sit next to each yep. other during yep. games and we yep. would just talk about the game. That's it. There wasn't anything. There wasn't anything yep. special. There wasn't like there's no like secret sauce to it. No. You know? No. It, was, it, was, it was the people who are passionate about the game. Yep. It's obvious. Yep. Yep. They're the ones who are there every day. Yep. They're the ones who are paying attention. Yeah. Yep. They're the ones who can talk to you about the guy yep. that's playing on the fourth line. Yep on the left side. What's he good at? What's he bad at? Absolutely. He's watching, you know, and it's in, in, it it, it really is like that passion, like passionate people are attracted to passionate people. Yeah. And you can tell when you're in that press box and you're around and even some other scouts, you know, there were some scouts that I was around that you could tell that they were like, all right, here we go again, you know? And and like, there were some, there were some that were a lot more invested in it and, you know, it was it was interesting because you weren't actually the first scout that ever uh, that ever came up and talked to me and yeah. and built that relationship. You know, yeah. there were a couple of you guys that the Denver based, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys yeah. were always there. Yeah. Um, but it was it was cool to build those relationships and yeah. kind of like have have those conversations because you would, you know, there yeah. would be guys that would and it was interesting. I didn't know it at the time. I was just like, oh, this person wants to talk hockey, but yeah, yeah. They would ask me about what's going oh, on. For with, sure this guy, or what do you think about that guy, or, yeah. oh, how's this guy been in practice? And, yeah. you know, there was one in one trade deadline in particular in which one scout continued to ask me about how a guy was in the locker room that yeah. was on the abs. Oh, yeah. And I didn't, I, I, by, like, the third conversation that we'd had over, like, two months, I didn't think a lot about it until, the like, towards the end, and they didn't deal for that guy, and but mm-hmm. I was like,
4: oh, He's asking I for get reason,
2: yeah. like, I get it now. Like, I get he's He's asking me what this guy is like on yeah. a day-to-day basis from my perspective. Yeah. What does it look like from here? And it's it's interesting how decisions get made in the NHL because so much goes into it. I mean,
6: I could tell you many stories. I mean, we could be here for the next couple of days. But <laughs> but it's very important. I always tell my kids, you don't know who's watching. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And, and, and it doesn't yeah. matter if it's a practice. Uh, I can tell you instances like working with the Avs that... Um, I've sat by buses outside a hotel with sunglasses and a hat and flip flops, and just see how guys interact with fans on their way to the bus. Mm-hmm. Just see yeah. how I'm telling you, and and and, and I'm not telling you I'm special. A lot of guys do it too. But on the road, you're on the road. Instead of sitting in your hotel, I go to you go to practices. Same thing. You do wear a hat, something if it's an open practice mm-hmm. because you. When you spend that many years in, a, in, in, in some people sort of, you, know, I mean, you know people, right? Uh, you know? So it's like, next thing you know, you, know, you, you, you watch all guys interact in practice. All guys uh, are with their teammates. All guys are with, you know, are they going through a slump? And, you know, are they real? I mean, there's no cameras, yeah. you know. And it makes a big difference. But you got to be careful because I'll tell you a quick one. Like, you know, one <laughs> time, I'm telling you, I was in San Jose one time.
0: Yeah, I I don't want to interrupt the story, yeah. but we do have Adam Foot coming on the show right now. Oh my now, god, we don't. So.
6: We don't like nope. Adam
0: Foote. <laughs> 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 so uh, yeah, it it's uh, turned out to be a pretty interesting crowd here. So Footer, get on here. Okay.
1: So. First. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Put it upside down. Up, hey, how's it going, man? How's it going? We made it, well, <laughs> man, thanks, buddy. Hey, yeah, thanks. Thanks for jetting over here. Yeah, I said we just
7: the snow it's pretty icy there. is it right. is yeah. it Careful
6: slick home, yeah uh but, so
1: you were in San Jose correct. you said
6: no I was saying like yeah San Jose I'm sitting there and by the bus and you know you just kind of instead of taking a nap you're just kind of watching and I'm just saying you got to be weary weary sometimes of what I'm saying because yeah. you got to have all the facts and sometimes you don't have all the facts I won't say yeah. the guy's name but you're sitting there and I'm sitting there and there's a in San Jose and footy knows like in that Whatever Santana Road's called. I was gonna and ask if it was him that this story no, was not about. Him. Yeah, but
1: uh, <laughs>
6: so guys are coming on. there on their way to the bus, and you know, there's a little always a little rope, and you know, guys are putting their luggage on the bus, and and there's like four fans, and you know, they're they're there, and the guy's by himself, and they're like, hey, can you sign this? And I'm like, I'm just sitting there, just exactly, you know, like I said, sunglasses, yep. <laughs> i cap, watching you know, all the guy reacts. You know? Undercover. Then I'm like, wow, he's not even giving them the time of day, and it's like you know, it's weird. Yeah. And then the guys are just saying like, hey you know, can you sign this? And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, well, I'm, I'm almost getting mad, you know what I mean? Because I'm <laughs> like, man, cause, could this guy turn around and acknowledge these acknowledge fans? Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? Like, it's important. I, yeah. I feel it's important. And I think, you know, guys like Footy, since 96, I mean, guys have been awesome here. I think the guys here in town have yeah. been awesome. So I'm kind of getting frustrated a little bit. I don't want to say anything, but I'm like, and next thing you know, it lasts for, like, you know, three, four shouts, uh, outs and nothing happens. I'm like, well, I don't like that guy. I'm being honest. Now yeah. you yeah. paint the picture of a guy, right? right? Right or wrong? Yep. And then that year, trade deadline comes, and then there's this name coming up. I absolutely not. So I said, yeah. this guy is not a good guy. I'm telling you. And then we started arguing. And I, oh, where do you get your info my buddy? I'm just telling you. Yeah. Like, I saw I it. I saw it with my own eyes. Yeah. Long story short, long story short, that's why I'm saying you got to be careful sometimes. this. The guy was partially deaf. Did not have his... That was not a plot
1: twist I was expecting. I won't lie. I'm telling (laughs) you right now. And then I'm like this,
6: like, Wes, no, I don't buy that. And it was true. So what I'm trying to say is sometimes you got to be careful with, you know, if you don't have the whole picture, you got to be careful with your info. Even though I saw it in my own eyes, I was
1: wrong. Yeah, yeah. And the guy was a good guy. Hey, there you go. Uh, Fellow good guy, Adam Foote, Makes his way down here. Another another former captain of the Avalanche. We got two yeah. of two, two of the four on so far tonight. Uh, Adam, thank you so much. You were on the Altitude broadcast and you made it down here. Can't thank you enough for making yeah. it down. It was promise
7: Eric. I mean <laughs> when he I know this is a lot to do with his father and yeah. Yeah. um when he asked me, I said of course, and then with what happened to Peter McNabb yeah. and then yeah. Eric's filling in, I'm trying to fill in and Mitchell's someone. Had to do it, but I wanted to make sure I got here because, you know, Pierre was a big part of yeah. Colorado hockey, but our lives too.
1: Yeah, Absolutely. Well, let's just start there. Do you have a, do you have a Pierre story that maybe lots. St- st- <laughs> sticks out in your head? We, we were going through his list of Pierreisms earlier, and I loved just about every single one of them, just the stuff that he'd say over and over. Yeah. Do you have any story that jumps out? There's
7: lots, but, I mean, he, he, he came to this team and – in Quebec, and yep. then moved here with us, and um, he was all about I say family, and then I saw it firsthand when our second boy got sick at four months. Pierre was the first one in the hospital. Wow. Uh, his wife was, and it, you know, he he was there like right away. I don't even know how he found out, but, um, <laughs> and then when we all had our kids, our children were born, Our uh, he was there, and he really was genuine about it, and, and so was Coco, his wife. They. Uh, Coco did a good job with the other wives, bringing them together. You have so many different cultures and people from all over the world, and guys get traded in, or young guys, and and I think Pierre understood that if the house is good, the family life's good, everyone's, you know, he was transparent with what was going on. He was so good with the wives, him and Coco, that he knew they then, maybe would have felt guilty if they didn't let us go to playoffs and play hockey. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Not that all of them – and not that there was a problem, but, you know, when you, you, have, you expect your wife to be at home with two kids raising the yeah. family and you've got to go to a hotel in yeah. downtown Denver and, and rest, it's it's big on them and it's big on us. And yeah. it's, He was really good at that, but um, – there's a lot of peer stories I have, but he was really good <laughs> to me too. Uh, so,
1: well, yeah. so it's it's amazing to hear that because I feel like a lot of what you know we hear on the outside is you remember him for being you know the guy not afraid to make a big trade and shake <laughs> things up, and yeah. I don't necessarily want to use the term cutthroat, but you know very business first, and so yeah. it's just it's it's crazy and, and it's awesome to hear those kinds of stories yeah. that once you were on the inside, like you use the word family, it's it's amazing.
7: Well, I've ha- I have to tell this story. I think I've only told it once, but I players play with injuries things happen yeah. and I had a banged up shoulder and they put me in a brace and I'm sure Eric's played with a bad shoulder but um, a <laughs> few minutes but I was <laughs> I was taking bad penalties like I was being very reactive yeah and uh, retaliating and and uh, Pierre came down one day and he never comes down like he came down that I've seen three or four times where he was upset yeah and he grabbed me out and he goes out in the hallway, and he goes, "Footer, come here. He goes, you okay? And I go, yeah. I'm like, it's like the principal. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like all nervous all of a sudden. I'm like, I'm good, Pierre. And he goes, taking a lot of bad penalties. What's going on? I go, I always take bad penalties. <laughs> <laughs> and, he goes, and he goes, no, no, like you're taking more than usual. And I go, well, Pierre, I'm, I'm hurt. And I go, I'm yeah. like a, an animal in the corner, and I'm just jumping at guys, just trying to protect myself. Yeah. he goes. I get that. I understand that. Just stop taking bad penalties. We good? <laughs> and I go, yeah, we're good. And that was it. And he walked away, and I had to manage my anger when I was sore. <laughs> 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 wow.
1: Couldn't couldn't just keep the scratching and clawing going? Yeah.
7: But That's... I liked him that way because he didn't embarrass me. Yeah. He yeah. didn't come down and, you know, give it to me. He treated me Yeah, with respect, and it was good. It was well,
1: fun. And he asked you the question, is everything good? It's not like, a, you know, yeah what the hell is going on kind of thing yeah. yeah no that's uh that's awesome and and really i'm I'm so glad that you, you brought that up because that is what this night is all about is lacroix hockey and and Pierre lacroix himself i I one of my favorite things now is the the little display memorial I don't know how you uh, want to phrase it at there at family sports I think, Ma- I matches think this the, is a
2: really underrated thing because for me it always felt like the abs and especially after Pierre's passing yeah. like they it, they felt like separate entities. Yeah. And having that there as a constant reminder every day when you walk in and you yeah. see it, it feels like it ties the eras together. It ties the franchise yeah. Yeah. to what Pierre did, you know, and, yeah. and everything that he gave, not just to the Avalanche, but to Colorado hockey in general. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's, because the first time I saw it, I was like, I love this. Yeah. I love yeah. it because it, it is a reminder, you know, t- as time passes, like... Yeah. You take for granted the things that have happened, yeah. you take for granted the the things that people have put their lives yeah, into. Yeah. And to have that there, uh, to, yeah. to honor him and all of his accomplishments. Yeah. I it meant a lot to me. Oh, so nice. I could only I could only imagine what yeah. it is like. And then you do get, I mean, there are so many kids that play in that rink. Yeah. That see that and yeah. that they will know they will they will grow up understanding, you know, that before Kale McCarr and Nathan yeah. McKinnon and, yeah, yeah. you know, Joe Sakic the GM, there yeah. was Pierre first. Yeah, yeah,
6: yeah. Well, I mean, it means a lot for you saying that. It's great, and, I, I, and I'm and i biased, you know, and I know Footy's <laughs> biased. But, you know, there's a lot of similarities to, to this team. You know, it, when you go back, and it's funny because Footy's sitting here, but, yeah, there was no salary cap back then. There wasn't. But yeah. they had their own internal budget in here. You got to remember, yeah. this team almost lost uh, its team. You know what yeah. I mean? There was no building with McNichols and – uh Pepsi Center took forever and then you had the offer sheet from the Rangers to Joe and yeah. then Liberty Media to jump in. There. I mean there's a lot of stuff that was going on and then yeah. the salary. I mean the, you got to remember was, I think the 96 payroll was 16 million. How much 16? So, I mean and then if you go back to the next year it goes like that. There was Joe an internal had ton of it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but well, you know what I mean? But they were built and, and, and to go back to that era, it's a lot like this year's uh, you know this year's our last year's edition yeah it's very simple what they made they knew that winning was going to cost money um they knew that they didn't have a building they knew that a building was coming so the way they and footy's here but the way they said it is we're going to keep the goalie we're going to keep the defenseman right there he's right next to you yep and then you had 19 and 21 yeah and that's what the avalanche were based on and then and again, no offense to anybody, but every, sure. all the other guys were, in and that's how you explain it, you know, like they were interchangeable parts. So Mike Ricci, mm. uh, Scotty Young, or guys that were starting all of a sudden to, to, you know, to produce and to win. Next thing you know, they were going into their contract here. They weren't staying. And it's yeah. not, it's not, nothing against these guys. They were sure. built that way. And it's a lot like here with McKinnon, McCarr, Gabe, and then there's going to be some,
1: Casualties, yeah. you know what I mean? Cadry. I am mean, say I mean, just saying, that's I mean, yeah. just the way yeah. it
6: is. So obviously there's a salary cap system which makes it a little different, but back then, they had their own salary cap, and the decision by Pierre was, I'm keeping 52, 33, 21, 19. The rest, they'll be there for a couple years, and then they'll have to move on. But at the end of the day, it's all good. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and then you got to make trades sometimes, and Blakey, and then, you know, whatever, like, you know, the persona, and Denmarsh, mm-hmm. and, yeah. you know, oh, this guy's a bad man, and, you know, next to, you know, I mean, <laughs> people think it's easy to make trades. It's not. Yeah. You know, it's not. Uh, but, that are, you know, my, my dad, I mean, they've always been great friends, and, you know, after that, it was all good. But it's funny because then you're like oh you bastard you know what I mean like you know what I mean like but it's funny because it's it's a business and yeah. you know like like Footy said it was, it was good for him to be personable but he didn't like that persona for people to see him but he's a big as softy guy I mean this guy cried every day so trust me but then people <laughs> thought that he definitely did not have the persona people, being like, a softy I, and I can that. tell you like Jonesy Keith Jones that played with Footy and I like one time he walked on the bus and he was like his head was down and, and he sat next to me on the bus and I'm like what's wrong he goes body I just had a breakfast with your dad in uh, his room. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's not good. You know I mean? <laughs> he goes, I feel for your childhood, but
5: <laughs> And you
6: know, Jonesy is, right? He's very sorry. But he was like, oh, buddy. Like, oh, but it didn't go well.
4: <laughs>
6: but it's funny because at the end of the day, it's a business and yeah. it's all good.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, not not quite as bad as having to eat breakfast with him in his hotel room, the, yeah. the hallway story. Yeah. So he, he just mentioned that We've talked about that a lot last year. Just the similarities between this current rendition of the Avs, specifically the one last year, and the 0-1 team. Do you just kind of have any insight into watching that group last year? You got a pretty up-close look at them, right? Playing against Tampa. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, what are you asking me? <laughs> just
7: just <laughs> similarities between what
1: you saw last year and the team that you guys had in 0-1 in terms of the depth and the star power and all that kind of stuff.
7: Should I bury someone? Sure. Okay. Sure, do it. Yeah, bury whoever. No, I remember being at cup party talking to Joe, and the, we're trying last to, year
1: or it,
7: And we're comparing teams. Oh yeah, yeah. Him and I. And uh, I'm gonna start an uproar. Error, and, <laughs> but I'm like, what do you think? You know, we're going back and forth. He goes, it was different rules too, by the way. Right? Yeah, Like yeah. we could, we could. I probably would play with a different stick. In today's game, it wouldn't be as heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you you leave a third-period stick in the yeah. locker room. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, I did have a third-period stick. I, I'm sure you did. Um, but I just I didn't care about breaking that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, you know, it's hard to compare teams as far as who would win if you met in a, in a match. Right. But then when we were talking about it, I'm going, wait a minute here. Kemper's good, but Wawa's oh, better. I knew that's better. where you were going. I knew yeah. that's where I mean? you were going. And then I yeah. go, McKinnon's great, but he can't score like Joe, yeah, like, yeah. you know, and Forsberg changed the game, yeah, yeah, with his oh, yeah. I mean Forsberg and Crosby jumped on that, like cutting yeah. it used to be called reverse hits now they teach cutting hands, so you go for a yeah. puck, you teach everyone to cut the guy's arms first, yeah, and uh, Forsberg taught everyone how to do that, and, yeah, and then I mean, who knows, we were probably slower, but if we had to play in today's game, we'd be faster air hey,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All the off-season training kicks it. in, right? That's what yeah. I was saying earlier, yeah.
7: <laughs> I think it, you play for what... It's, it's. I don't like to discuss war because there's actually that's going on and people have to go do that. Yeah. Thank, thankful they do Yeah, to protect us. But when you're out there, you have to know your battlefield, who you're playing against, what yeah. what's coming. And it's so different now. Like, yeah. we yeah. used to go on... Sometimes I couldn't sleep. I had to have a row of Oreos watching my favorite show just <laughs> to take my mind off who's going to beat me up the next night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like... So when I took two rows, my wife goes, oh, my God, this guy must be way tougher than you. Yep, he's coming. But on the road, though, he used to room with Patty. They used to watch Golden Girls, just so you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they used to watch. Patty had the remote. I respected him for the first three months. And I roomed with him for, what, eight years or something. And within three months, I go, all right. I get the remote. <laughs> yeah. I go, what are you going to do about that? And you have so watched t- every t- season. I took the remote because he loved Murder, She Wrote. Go Murder, She Wrote. I'm sorry. He's at the end of the bed just like this. And I go, dude, it's the same at the end of every show. She <laughs> <laughs> figures the case out. Like, it's so crazy. <laughs> like, you don't know this is coming? <laughs> but then he ordered room service all the time. He liked to have uh, dessert, banana split all the time. Right? Oh, huh. yeah. And he ordered, and I go, All right, you're not ordering anymore. Because he had a real French like he spoke French. Oh, yeah. Big French accent. Yeah. But he came across, there was no please and thank you. So he came across the I go, I'm ordering for now. And I goes, Why footy? And I go, Because they're going to spit in our stuff. <laughs> like,
0: you know, you sound
7: super rude. You sound super you sound rude. They <laughs> go, Give me the phone. And then we used to have pillow fights, him and then I, once a road trip, once oh, yeah. every two road trips. He never beat me. Yeah. Shocker. He's a little <laughs> pipsqueak. Shape, but, but he would stand up on his bed, and he'd go, let's go. And he'd be swinging like this. Oh, yeah. One pillow. Like, he's got two hands on one pillow. Like, I'm not, no, not doing this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he goes, come on, come on. He always thought he could beat me. And so I always grabbed two, and I'd spin them real tight. <laughs> and I just fake him, and he'd throw, him, and then I'd lock his one pillow up, and just uh, demolish him.
1: All right, whoa! I never, I never in my life thought there'd be strategy to pillow fights. Oh but yeah, there you go. Not he made it easy. <laughs> so, so when we <laughs> all kind I was bad. that's where I was going next. When Tyson Berry hurt yep. his knee at uh, what was it Championships. World Championships pillow fighting? Well, I, we, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, this I knew he
7: got hurt off ice, but I didn't know it was pillow <laughs> fighting. I <didn't laughs> incidentally, I, I, think was, I, I think that was
1: I think that was first year behind the bench. So that's why he probably didn't—he didn't dog him or anything. So he's like, "Yeah, no, I feel you. Been there." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, what did you
7: change the channel to? Uh, anything but Angela <laughs> Lansbury. <laughs> Angela Lansbury was out. And that's oh, yeah. great.
1: Uh,
2: anything so, but Angela Lansbury. Yeah. Sentence I didn't think I would hear in my life. So, yeah.
1: No kidding. No, everything about what you just said, I did not ever yeah. picture that ever. Uh, let's go back to the final a little bit. Obviously, uh, your son's playing in Tampa at the time. Was that a weird series for you to watch? Yeah,
7: it was, it was. Yeah. I mean, it was weird cause he was in the lineup and then, uh, was it the start of middle of the New York series? I guess he, he was taken out Okay, and it was tough and it was tough on him, yeah. but then again, it was probably tough on everyone. If he was, it was weird. If he was in, yeah. it would have been tough. If he was out, it would have been tough. But, you know, obviously, blood is thicker than water, and I wanted Tampa to win. Right. But when my son was out, it was easier to cheer for Colorado. Yeah. <laughs> and we, we had a box with a bunch of people, and our friends, Colorado scored, and they looked back, sorry, and go, no, 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 cheer. Like, <laughs> <come on. Everybody, laughs> but it, it was really, you know, the only time I felt like that was when I was when I couldn't stay here and I went to Columbus. It's the only yeah. other time where I went. Like it just felt so wrong that I yeah. wasn't cheering for the ads. Yeah, yeah. I felt so guilty. Yeah. You know, yeah. just like I felt awful that I wasn't playing with them.
1: Yeah, no, it, it's I think we actually even talked about it on a show right before the series shifted back to Tampa. I think someone, like, anecdotally brought it up. Like, I wonder how, I wonder how Adam Foote's feeling right it's now. We we're like, oh, man. Yeah, that, that must have been a – yeah, like you said, made it easier when they scratched him, right? It's like, eh, ah, forget them. I mean, win-win, right? I mean, think about
7: it. The apps yeah, yeah. get to win one. We're alumni. We, we we, won here. We got a chance to play in a great city. We want to see these guys win, win yeah. a championship. Yeah. Yeah. Like. It makes us feel great, we yeah. all we all I'm sure as we still yeah. I still look at my where I play junior hockey, we'll see how they're doing, right yeah, Once yeah. A, I'm a greyhound it's uh, yeah
1: yeah, it's, it's who we are, I guess absolutely no it's uh it, it is such an interesting community you know that we were talking about earlier that yeah. that hockey and then Colorado and just kind of what all again what this whole night is about in Croix hockey and growing the game here um, it it is amazing to see. So, you know, my family moved to Colorado in 1994. So we got here right before the team moved here. And I just remember, you know, my mom and my dad talked so much about that. We came from a state where there were no pro teams. And they talked so much about the community, just the sense of community felt right away. And then growing up being a kid playing hockey in, you know, 96 and 2001, just seeing the love for the city. And I think you're seeing a bit of that now. Have you guys seen kind of an influx in dealing with the youth hockey in the last, you know, few months here. Well, I mean, I'll answer that one. And, and Footy was on. I, I don't know if you guys saw that
6: documentary, uh, the Red Wings and oh, of course, and us, absolutely, yeah. Um, and, and Footy's got a great line in there. and When the team got here in '95, um, they're they're here in August, and they're here for a promotion or something like that, and yeah. <laughs> they're trying to get in the Cheesecake Factory, yes, and, uh, right. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, but it's it's funny. all, you know, how many years has it been now? Like, anyway. Is it twenty seven. Yeah, twenty. 20- I mean, whatever, whatever it is, I'm not yeah. good in math,
1: but it's funny. <laughs> yeah, on we all back talk then, hockey because there's no, there's very little but math. But you to
6: remember, and I go back, and yeah, sure, these guys here are awesome. But back then, I wasn't here the first year I got here that, f- the summer after the cup. But those guys were here, and they're pioneers in the in, in the community. No one knew who they were. No one. Yeah. Uh, and they're the ones that paved the way for everybody else, and and then obviously, and then I got in '96, and all of us, you know, whatever it was. But nowadays it's so different, you know, because you look at the logo and it's been around. But back then, like even some people didn't know. And I'm, I'll tell you a quick one. We used to practice at DU, and remember we used to get in our cars and drive there from McNichols, and oh my god. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so I, I used to drive with Joel, Patty, and Keener, so I would drive. Not a bad car to be in. Yeah, but everybody was in their gear, we only had our skates in our hands, and <laughs> Paddy Wa would be fully geared though, the skating yeah. guys, and we got pulled over on I-25, because I'm, <laughs> I'm a bad <laughs> driver, and I'm I'm not kidding you. cop you're, you're, came to the door, we're all in our gear, <laughs> sackings in the back, he Wa's in the right seat like this, and he's fully <laughs> geared, and I had a blazer, and then the guy goes, license and registration? And I'm like, <laughs> well I didn't know what to do, and then yeah. Mike Keen is, you know, Funny guy. He's not, yeah, he's a little crazy. He's in the bag and he's basically telling the guy that hey, I shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. hey, you know? <laughs> and then Patty's like, does it look like we have our license and registration <laughs> on hand? But at the end of the day, like, it's not like if you saw that 27 years later, it'd be like, oh my God, this could be. But back then,
0: yeah, but the I, cops
7: looking hey, at us like, who are I don't these want to interrupt guys? you, but I thought you were going to tell the Mike Ricci story. Didn't he drive back to McNichols from DU? with his skates on, skate guards, and his gloves, and his helmet. <laughs> <laughs> All he did was throw a stick in the car, yeah. and the cop pulled him over. I guess he gave him a ticket, because yeah. he goes, no way. I have to give you a ticket. Yeah. <laughs> it's not safe. You What's, can't do guess, that.
1: To be driving with your skate guards on. And no, yeah. teeth. Like, no teeth. No well, teeth. Yeah, like yeah.
6: <laughs> reach. But yeah. it was crazy. Like It was so different back then. And, and, and you know, I, I got to go back to the cheese cake, cake factory, meaning, like, how do we get in? It's a Friday night and there's like, you know, 20 of us and yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. in the documentary Footy's Funny he's like, Joe, he go to the front of the line but they have no idea who Joe Sackick is, you know what I mean? Like, we're in Quebec City, yeah. those guys were gods. Yeah. I mean, I'm telling you right now, it was crazy so it was a big adjustment but you know what? Guys were in the community all those years and uh, you know, obviously paid off but it's, yeah. it's a great hockey community and I think those were the guys that were pioneers, you know, and that '95 edition, you know. So
1: yeah, what what a difference it is. And and I'm gonna I I I need to go back to the the documentary thing there because I was watching it with a buddy, and I'm sorry, I just have to bring this up to you. We were watching this, and the the guy I was watching it said, "Man, you know this. The story of this is kind of mistold. It's the hit on you that really kind of started all of that. It's it's framed a lot as the as the Draper hit." But when you watch those series of events in succession, it's the hit on you that really kind of starts everything, no?
7: It's I think it started, Lemieux hit Draper because of the hit that was on me. But, yeah. I, and I'm not trying to be political, this is common sense and logical. Yeah, We met them, what, six times in the playoffs? Yeah, yeah. And I thought, no disrespect to the rest of the NHL, but... I thought there was a good four years there where we were the two best teams in the NHL, so it was sad that we met in the semis. But think about this, and I said this, and I'm not sure they played it because I didn't watch all the documentary, but I said, guys, what happened to Draper or what happened to me was going to happen eventually to someone because you play them often against each other, things happen. Even if it's not intentional, things happen. It's a fast game. It's mean. And then you're trying to fight their power for like at, in the corner and, and win the battle and then you're going on that to the goal and then you stick the goalie yeah. and then the next thing it just uh, goes on and on and on so I really believe that 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 would have happened anyway that robbery yeah. and I'm telling you right now Bowman was happy it happened that way he's yeah. happy that Draper's not seriously hurt it was bad yeah and we're glad that he wasn't seriously hurt but yeah. Bowman knew we had the edge and when that happened then we were off our game for a couple of years going after McCarty and Draper instead of focusing on their better players, yeah. and uh, at the end of the day, too, Drapes like you don't want to see him get hit, but it's part of the game. But you know what? He's still getting a lot of attention <laughs> on the <isn't> Like, <laughs> oh my god!
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it, it was it was really interesting because I, I remember all of that, you know, that stuff. And, and but you make a great point that that was kind of the one part that I felt was not necessarily left out of the documentary, wow. but the, there was so much less emphasis on. What made that rivalry so great for yeah. so long was two great teams meeting each other in meaningful games.
7: Year well, after year. they, you know, listen. They, in my opinion, they it was like a Hollywood documentary where they needed a victim and a villain. Yeah. Where I think if they would have made it, who cares what I think? But <laughs> yeah. if they would have made it, they could have been so much more with Fedorov and, and Forsberg. I mean, yeah, the Nike swoosh skate guy and then yeah. Forsberg that. Olympic gold medal goal, yeah, and then yeah. is compete, yeah. and then you look at uh, Sakic and Iserman, There was yeah. so much more to oh, it yeah. than, but
1: yeah. they were selling. <laughs> I think yeah. they were
7: selling t- like to the, the the big picture. Right was right villain and Lemieux hitting them and yeah. Draper, big, the victim, bad Colorado. But yeah. uh, come on, I mean, it, just, it, a, it was crazy to it's, be it's part TV. of it. It's TV, right? Yeah, yeah. So, but so, it was
6: crazy to be part of. Yeah, it. yeah. but I mean, like, I. I it,
7: if he would have hit me at I, I mean. Oh, well, he did hit you. No, I know. When he hit me No, no <laughs> I mean, there's so many other hits that were bad that yeah. that just saw him that one, my head hit the glass. But there's so many bad hits. Didn't
6: yeah. Joe throw a body check to him that one? Who did he hit then in the corner? I was like, his only body check was Joe Sack. Remember? Yeah. He
7: killed a guy in the corner. We don't need Joe hitting, no, right? I know, but I was like. You don't want him to get hurt. Yeah. See, I
1: always, I always think of the Scott Stevens hit. In uh, oh, lo- yeah finals. yeah was that game was that game seven or Anaheim? No game no no against uh, against in the in the 0-1 finals it was game seven or game one where he rocked Scott Stevens in the corner. showed it yeah.
6: yeah. Oh I'm sorry it wasn't Detroit. it was, sorry, it was Jersey. You were, yeah, yeah
1: and uh, I just always laughed. Remember yeah. that when he did that
7: we yeah. like we knew our bench we were like yeah, yeah, <laughs> your yeah. captain a goal scorer plays that physical. Yeah. yeah that's the thing about Peter and Joe. What I loved about the two of them as you know, most most guys like Dashu Zetterberg are the same, but Peter and Joe never got pushed out of a game. Yeah, and they showed up on the road. They showed up in a back-to-back. Yeah, they showed up in Winnipeg. Yeah, where we're cold. Oh, look <laughs> at cold. Look at Joe's stats on the road. Yeah, phenomenal, unbelievable. Yeah. So phenomenal. that was their gift was yeah. the the more physical defenseman couldn't push him out of a game or series, which I really respect.
1: Yeah, yeah. no, absolutely, it, it's. It's funny, like when you you know when you mentioned that earlier about comparing you know the couple of the, the eras of the teams and Nate I'm just has, stirring the pot. <laughs> yeah. I want Nate to get mad and win another one. Well, but, uh, you know because he's got a little bit of that where you know he he shows uh, up in those big moments and he's yeah. hard to play against and stuff. But it is just so hard when you think back to some of those moments with, with Joe and Peter. I, I was actually just telling someone the other day he he maybe is one of the greatest what if in, in hockey if, if his yeah. feet had held up. I mean, he was already so great. How much greater could it have been kind of thing. Uh, and, and it's, uh, it, it's just funny when you talk about this player versus that player across eras, Forsberg's the one that I, I have a hard time drawing a, a straight parallel to. Do you remember when he retired in Sweden?
7: Yes. He walked. Can I tell it? Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Oh my God. So we, Peter took us on a, out, out the night before the whole team went to dinner and all that, had a good time. Yeah. And Pierre said to me, I don't think I told you this, Eric. I had surgery in the summer on my shoulder, and I wasn't playing till like, end of October, November. Yeah, yeah,
6: I remember. And we are going
7: to Sweden for uh, preseason. I'm like, oh, yeah. I feel bad for you guys. I don't have to go. I'm not playing. Yeah. And uh, Pierre comes to me and goes, footy, you're going on a trip. I go, Pierre, my hand, arm's in a sling. I go, I'm not even on the bike yet. Like, I'm not even yeah. training yet. He goes, you're going. I go, all right. We go, and we're we're out the night before, and... I'll never forget, I'm walking down to the dressing room, and I see Pierre, remember I told you he's not around a lot oh, down yeah. there? Like, yeah. he's around, yeah. but not not where we are, you know what I mean? Right. And he's like, he's got his foot up against the wall, and he's like, he's like this, and I'm like, I'm thinking, oh my God, my eyes are bloodshot, <laughs> I, I smell like booze for yeah. sure, yeah. you know what I mean? And I'm going, wait a minute, I'm not playing this yeah. trip, yeah. I'm okay, yeah. like, I can't be yeah. in trouble, yeah. so I, Made the walk, and it was like I was nervous. Like, yeah. holy chum, yeah. he goes. Is he going to stop And he me? goes to me, did you know? And I go, he goes, did you know? I go, No what? Like, I did not know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes, you knew. I go, I- know what? And he goes, your buddy's retired. I go, who's retired? And like, I didn't hear that. And he goes, Forsberg's retired. And I go, come on. And I go, where is he? He goes, he's in there. And he goes, you get in there, and you talk to him. <laughs> and I, I went in. Forsberg's in a suit, and I'm like, Pete, what's going on? Like, he didn't tell us. Oh, no. Yeah. You know? and- What year uh, is this?
1: I'm sorry to interrupt. 01. Uh, 01, oh one. where okay. we went
7: over just before 911 happened. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, that was a weird yeah. trip. The next night it happened, the next day. So, yeah. Peter, I said, Peter, what's going on? He goes, My feet are a mess footer. I'm dying. I'm hurting. I can't do this anymore. I go, Yeah, but play these two games. Yeah. I go, that we came here because, because you. you're the sweet, you're the guy. We don't wanna be away from our families to start the season. Yeah. He goes, Footer, I am so done, I'm so sore, I can't do it. And I'm going, Is everything okay? Like, there's there something else? He goes, No, that's it. I go, Okay. Yeah. And so we're a little bit, went along a little bit longer than that. But yeah, yeah. So I come out and your Pierre's there and he goes, What'd he say? And remember, I got the sling on <laughs> and they go, He's retiring. And he just shoved me, like, like he was so pissed. And then he holds a meeting, yeah. uh, Pierre comes in and announces it. I couldn't believe it happened that fast to the oh, yeah. group before practice. And he said, guys, just want you to know, Forsberg's retiring and everyone was in shock. Yeah. And then the funny guy, Todd Gill, comes over to me. He came from Toronto, defenseman. He comes over to me, he goes, come here. And I feel like it's just what Pierre did. He, he brings me in the trainer's room, kicks the trainers <laughs> out, closes the door. And he goes, I go, what? He goes, is this really happening? And I go, <laughs> <laughs> Holy smokes. Pierre just said it. And he goes, I came to Colorado to win a Stanley Cup and he starts belly laughing. And, I, I, and I'm and i starting to laugh, like, like what's he laughing at? And I go, what are you laughing at? He goes, I came to win a cup and the best player just quit. <laughs> so, you know, and I'm like, we were, I think we were all sad, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, scared sad i don't know what the emotions yeah. were it was so it was a weird odd. trip too because
6: 9-11 happened and i was while you guys were out yeah. there. the next day it happened yeah it's the next day so it was kind of a crazy day and then if you remember and and again we're not making light of the situation of right right but we couldn't get home yeah and, I, that uh, was gonna be my next question and you guys so there was a big team meeting and you remember that <laughs> there was a big team meeting and, and pierre and the league are trying to figure out how do we get oh. our guys home i mean how, how do we get out of here and, and 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 then patty Wah, it was like a a little little fight in the locker room about like a 16 year old kid arguing with his dad and remember he raised his voice with Pierre and he started yelling at Pierre for everyone well we we need the truth and we need to get out of here and then and Pierre's like what Where, the I think Vice President Gore at the time I think like uh, I think he had to he dro- somebody like drove to, Was it Cheney, Cheney? that drove yeah. to Newfoundland I, I remember like it was some crazy there was no air traffic we couldn't get home. And long story short, they started bickering in front of everybody, like a sixteen-year-old teenager <laughs> and his dad, and uh, you know it was crazy and it was it was a messy situation. Long story short, they ended up getting a charter, and then remember there's some PGA guys that were in Europe. Remember it was like not the Ryder Cup, but it was yeah, like c- it was like a charter, and then they picked us up, and even reporters and whoever was Pierre the the was going to get us home, right? Well, like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, the world yeah, was up
7: yeah. and what's going on here.
6: Yeah, yeah it was crazy. Yeah. It was a crazy yeah. couple
7: days.
1: Well, like you said, not to. You Know, take a hard turn off of nine eleven. I have to know how this story is because obviously Peter Forsberg did not retire in 2001.
7: So, Peter retired and came back. He came back in the playoffs. Came back in the playoffs.
1: Was that 01? No, he it's didn't not, play true. A game? not no, true. No, no, not he
6: true. Came back in April. So, okay, I'm so it was 02.
7: So, we went in 01 September. We won yeah. the cup, yeah. And, June, one yeah. yeah.
6: Oh,
1: that's okay. All yeah, right, yeah, all yeah, right, yeah, all yeah. right, all right. Okay, okay. And that's
6: then right. he uh, actually made it, decided to come back in like February, and then he didn't pass his physical. So his Damn. his ankles were... Then he still had to get another surgery. <clears> came back game one of yeah.
7: the 0-2 playoff. And he was great that... And he led the playoffs, league in right? scoring, yeah. I believe, that scoring. playoff. Yeah. It's scary. He's such a freak. Like a yeah. talent. Freak.
1: So I, I, I asked uh, Milan... I'm, I'm, in 02, you guys lose in, in game seven, and it was Carolina, so that was why I was asking him. If you guys win that we game. He lost to Carolina. No, no, no. no Carolina I'm sorry, I'm won sorry. the cup. Yeah, uh, they, no, well, they, they, they lost try. to Detroit. Detroit. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So in, in 02, you guys lose to Detroit in the Western Conference final. Detroit goes on to, I think, either sweep Carolina or beat them by I think, it was uh, four, I think it was four to fine. one. Yeah. 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 Looking back on that, is that you guys probably repeat if you get through that year with the team you had? I don't
7: think we that one us losing that one doesn't bother as much as us losing to Dallas. Oh and yeah. And then Dallas takes the Brett Hall foot yeah. pass oh, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Hassock against Buffalo. Yeah, yeah. ninety nine. Right? I think yeah. you know, you gotta remember and I said earlier Colorado Detroit, no disrespect for four years, but yeah. but you gotta remember there's great yeah. teams, it's hard to win, but I thought that's one we let slide. Yeah. I thought we should have had that one. That's but ninety nine you know, it's but game seven against Jersey anything could to happen right
1: yeah, yeah 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 no it was uh it was it was a pretty uh wild run that you guys had for a few years where when you really start thinking about the conference championships and stuff I mean it was I yeah mean, we had
7: a, we, we didn't even know we came from Quebec and we didn't know we were that good yeah I remember my dad telling me at Christmas you guys you know you're pretty good <laughs> you know, are we like uh, it's like Colorado I like Elway and the Broncos and it's Great snow here in mountains. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we were so young. Like yeah. we were winning all the time and we didn't even realize. Yeah. We
6: all lived at the breakers. Remember
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I like you said it's it's funny because you get the, the team has been around for so long now. You mentioned you know the logos right There wasn't even a logo on the ice when the team first got to Denver. It was was it red dog? Beer? Red Dog, yeah. Remember yes. we were wearing black helmets at home with and the and white white
7: jerseys. Yes. I love them, but the league made us change them. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe because I don't know. Camera, I don't so,
1: know. So you liked the black helmet with the white? I light? did, yeah. So, cause but I, I like
7: the old jerseys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The old color of the...
1: the it was like a darker... Yeah. yeah. It's
7: like an Indian red. It was good.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was uh, it was great. I love that they actually did the black helmets for the Coors Field game. White jerseys with the black helmets. Cause I yeah. thought it was a nice little nod to the, yes, the, the original look. Yeah. No, for sure. Um, do we have any questions or anything? Are we good? No, we're good. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, all right. I think... Yeah. I think, I think that we're about good. We've taken plenty of your guys' time. We can't thank you enough for being so generous. Uh, seriously, put it, thank you for making the, the trek down here quickly in, in the snow and all that stuff, uh, we've had a great time tonight. Honestly, this has been a blast. Uh, we had that Venmo code up there on the screen. Uh, we, any of the Super Chats that came in, we will be taking them right over to LaQua Hockey to make the donation uh, on behalf of all the listeners. Make that donation. Uh, it's an amazing thing that they're doing to help grow the game. Uh, I came up playing hockey in Colorado, so anytime uh, we have the opportunity to to expand that footprint and get more people involved, I'm uh, I'm all for it. So thank you guys so much for coming on tonight. Seriously, anytime, anything that we can do uh, for LaCroix Hockey or just <laughs> you guys in general, we are uh, more than happy to be a part of it. So thank you guys so much, seriously.
6: No, We thank you, and thanks to all the guys like Footy and everybody who came tonight, so it's awesome. And uh, we can't thank you enough, and you guys have been great. So from... Uh Lindsay, to everybody here, we just want to say thank you, and it's been fantastic. Awesome. Yeah, no,
1: same goes for us. It's been great. Can't wait to do it again. Uh, For everyone who's involved behind the scenes, Eric, Footer, AJ, I'm Jesse Montagne. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back at it here uh, tomorrow. No, tomorrow's off. Oh, Saturday. Saturday. We're off tomorrow. Saturday for the game uh, in Washington. Thanks, you guys, so much for listening.